Mic check, mic check. Where the f is my check? You now tuned in to do rags and boat shoes. Let me go ahead and get this turned down. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy A Double, and you're now tuned in to episode 182, 182 of Do Rags and Boat Shoes. Much love and respect to everybody that listened to the mini pod I dropped a week, a couple weeks ago. And uh, yeah, appreciate y'all listening. I uh, just wanted to talk to the family about the election and what's going on. And it looks like as of today, I just got a notification that was talking about the. Uh, the GSA, uh, Emily Murphy from the Trump administration, she granted permission to begin the transition process to uh, President-elect Joe Biden. Uh, that was a great Saturday when they announced uh, Jim Crow Joe winning it. Um, let's see here. Uh, yeah, the General Services Administration. Um she announced that the Trump administration is ready to begin the formal transition process and make uh, post-election resources available. So, uh, and they said this move comes after the Dems called on Murphy to testify in the House about not uh, uh, ascertaining Joe Biden's victory. President Trump says he is recommending that Emily and her team do what needs to be done with regard to initial protocols and have told my team to do the same huh so that's crazy uh yeah so it looks like uh because after all the recounts you know jim crow joe still won and that saturday like i was saying that was one of the greatest saturday moments on twitter just because of how they were flaming trump and you know we've had to deal with the coons uh, the white supremacists, the white extremists, um, you know, all up and down, running around in these red goddamn hats, um, acting a plum fool and talking crazy on Twitter. And to see this happen and to see just how it crumbled, you know, they, they were just so in denial. But the memes, the videos, the tweets, it was just I, I was on Twitter all all day that saturday that they announced that jim crow uh joe won it and i was just so fucking in just belly laughs just full-on guffaws just i was literally lma oh 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 just laughing my ass off oh oh i was trading memes with uh the group chats that i'm in with uh with the homies and then the homies from work and oh it was just amazing it was one of the top 10 moments on twitter it was it was hilarious it was just those memes were sending me it was such a good feeling of uh just to just to see everybody come together for a common cause where most people come together for the common cause of just shaming uh donald j trump uh that was just fucking funny that was hilarious and then what was up with your man uh 
it was kind of uh, crazy to see your man's uh uh barack obama come out on the campaign trail for uh, jim crow joe but then you know after jim crow joe won he's peddling a book so i'm like ah okay okay this this is what we seen because uh he was on uh lebron's show the shop uh on hbo talking that talk and um you can actually check that out on youtube and uh so i was just like you know this because it, it's not it's not really uh you know traditional for a former president to hit the campaign trail and uh, i was just like it does barack really care about the american people like that you know what i'm saying does he really trying to uphold democracy and, and now i see that he's peddling a book so it's like okay all right we get it now but you know them obamas they cleaning up boy they cleaning up and i ain't mad at it get that money i ain't mad at it get that money but um Let's see what else we can uh, talk about on that summer damn jam screen. Let me get my nose pulled up. You know, I was just talking that shit. Ain't too much been going on with me. Uh, my baby girl getting bigger. Uh, getting ready. Oh, yeah. So we getting ready for uh, goddamn uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, we are not doing it. Y'all know every year since we bought the house, uh, since uh, 2017, we've been doing uh, Thanksgiving. So, uh 2017 when we first bought the house or 2018 2019 so this is our fourth thanksgiving in this house and um yeah we're not doing it this year but i'm still cooking but what i'm doing for the family is uh like my in-laws and stuff they gonna stay up north and then my grandmama and my mama they really ain't trying to be out here like that and so basically me and the wife we gonna be cooking and uh little nina uh little nini she gonna be in the kitchen with us you know she got a little boppy to sit in and stuff like that so she'll be our little helper and she'll be eight months um actually in a couple days that uh wednesday before thanksgiving she'll be eight months which would be nice um but um so yeah so basically what i'm gonna do is just mask up uh you know have a bunch of gloves in the whip in the truck and then uh, we'll just drive around just, you know, dropping off plates to the family. You know what I'm saying? Drop it off to my mama, my grandmama, uh, my brothers and uh, they little ones, you know, and shit like that. So, you know, it's going to be real chill, laid back. You know, we don't want to turn our house into a Petri dish for COVID and shit like that. We actually had a scare um, last week. Well, uh, yeah. So not last week, but the week for last, that Friday uh the daycare called us and was like hey one of the parents tested positive for covid uh so we're gonna have to shut down for two weeks so my wife she had to take off last week um she had to take off last week uh to watch uh nina and uh she had uh like this covid time and i got it at my job too but uh, the difference is hers is is if you just been exposed to it with my job you actually have to you know send in a positive test and you get a couple weeks off but it worked out uh this week because this week i'm off i took vacation for the week of thanksgiving just because I, it's, it's my favorite holiday you know out of christmas uh my birthday uh you know just you know any holiday thanksgiving is my favorite because you just eating and you just shooting the breeze with family you know what i'm saying and my love language is acts of service so cooking for you know both sides of the family and just seeing them enjoy what i've cooked it, it always it just it just does something special to me uh i've been cooking for thanksgiving oh shit it's been a it's been a, it's been a long time um 
maybe about 10 years now i've been doing it like when i stayed in apartments and stuff like that and yeah and it's just it's just so nice to get both sides of the family together and then just you know shooting the breeze and just enjoying you know my food you know what i'm saying so that's always it just it just warms my heart that's why it's my favorite uh holiday uh but anyway like i said i had this week off and then um so it kind of worked out you know we saving you know some money from daycare because we ain't got to pay for it for these past two weeks so that's pretty much our christmas money right there you know so that's that's a blessing in disguise right there um and then so me and the wife went and got tested uh because you know kids they ain't nothing but you know just little germs you know they ain't nothing but germs with you know legs and arms and a cute face you know so we went and got tested and uh luckily you know uh we came back negative and uh, I, you know no matter how many times i get that damn test done this is my second time doing it you know you cannot get prepared for that swab and how deep they go up your nose like it's like it's damn near touching your eyeball and then this time the lady like the first time i did it the lady just kind of spun the uh the swab up in my nose uh or it's like a uh like right where your nose and your eye is it's just kind of deep back there but it feels like it's hitting your eyeball and the back of your throat it's 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 just weird but and so she just like you know turned it how you put it between your index and your uh and your thumb and just kind of roll it man this lady uh what was it tuesday we went to go get tested and uh because that was the earliest that they had it and so we go and this woman was like this woman was like front back side to side never let a whole ass nigga slide you know it was just like god damn like it was you know she was just you know front to back uh you know left to right you know hitting it in a circle and she was up in my nostril it felt like for a good full minute and like by the time she got done like my my eye my left eye was just like yo bro like you you gotta chill like you, you we need a break we need a break like i felt like i was about to throw up but i'm you know my wife is in the car you know in the pickup with me i can't be no bitch i can't throw up i cannot throw up but um you know thank god that our test came back negative and so just very happy about that so we just been you know just keeping to ourselves being safe you know what i'm saying mask up all the time you know what i'm saying washing our hands frequently and shit like that so you know that's why we're not having thanksgiving so i i, I want y'all to do the same um i'm just not happy with a lot of my friends and friends of friends i see y'all on snapchat i see y'all on goddamn facebook stories instagram stories and now on twitter fleets <laughs> uh y'all out here no mask on y'all about 15 20 deep at these house parties y'all out here at these bars y'all out here at restaurants y'all you know you're snapping your food showing pics of your food and you out here at a crowded restaurant i just want y'all to be fucking safe like just get your food to go like i don't know how many times our date nights now consist of and i think i said this before us hitting like uber eats or doordash or some shit like that that's what our date night consists of and we'll order a movie off the apple tv or some shit you know rent one you know and uh i advise y'all to do the same you know i just see y'all out here just saw willy-nilly in black omaha we already you know we already lost uh the homie carlos tibbs so i mean that hit everybody hard you know as far as black omaha goes and 
you know and i still see y'all out here just you know just showing just showing all your teeth you know i see you up in your nostrils you know and y'all just out here just making it do what it do i just want y'all to be fucking safe i don't want to lose anybody you know at a young age but i just want y'all to be safe and uh, you know even if you ain't my friend you know y'all gotta y'all gotta chill y'all gotta chill just mask up wash your hands a lot and stay the fuck away from people just please do that and um also um yeah your man's had a birthday last week man i'm on the downside boy i'm uh i'm, I'm creeping up on 40s i got three more years on 40 just hit that good three seven that trade seven at 37th and work street where i grew up at so um yeah so birthday was real just laid back uh i couldn't link up with nobody because uh we didn't have my test we didn't have the test results back so that just kind of sucked um but yeah i linked up with some of my family mask up as always uh on saturday you know with my mama and my grandmama and stuff like that and you know it was a it was a little bit lonely you know i got a lot of good you know text messages and shit like that but it's you got to understand you in a pandemic you know and it's just like i ain't really trying to be out here you know i had the homies hitting me up you know like hey let's just at least go get a drink or some shit and i'm just like in a pandemic though nah i can't even do it you know so it is what it is so that just kind of sucked but you know i'm lucky to have made it this far in life as far as age wise because i've lost a lot of good friends in uh in my 20s and my 30s um so you just got to keep it pushing for them you know you got to live for them and you know i'm just very thankful to see you know another year of life and to be experiencing life as a new father so you know it's um it's a blessing it's a blessing to say the least but um yeah so i mentioned those fleets on twitter so twitter now has stories but they call them fleets and uh so basically you know at the top of the um top of your timeline it's a circle with the the people's uh profile pic and shit like that so it's just little mini stories that you can throw up there and shit like that i'll probably just keep throwing up memes it just seems like to me because twitter is very ruthless twitter is uh twitter will tell you the truth about yourself right because twitter is one of those universes uh it's just a it's a entity by itself it's a universe by itself it's kind of like how facebook and instagram they can kind of um they're like in the same universe but a different planet and it's the same with snapchat uh when snapchat first popped off snapchat was a whole different universe so now twitter has been a different universe with the mini blog site and it's just it's so it's so intimate but yet distant at the same time if that makes sense like you could add uh or you don't even have to add a celebrity you could just mention a celebrity's name you can't like you say some shit like uh you know you can just say some shit like uh julia lewis dreyfus you know is trash on seinfeld you know uh and then you know all of a sudden she would come in your mentions and you'd be like oh i'm trash and then you know all of a sudden all of her followers are coming towards you you know what i'm saying or you could say oh man friends is trash especially uh jennifer aniston and then next thing you know she i don't think she would do this but you know she would come attack you you know what i'm saying as far as she probably retweeted then all of a sudden you got you know uh 
about six, seven thousand people in your mentions acting a plum fool, and then you somebody done found out where you work at, somebody done found your address, and then next thing you know, you're getting pizza and dildos delivered to your house, and you got fired from your job because you say your friends was trash, especially Jennifer Aniston. But it's just one of those places where it's like it's like an impulse, you know, like the first thought that comes to your head, people type out, you know, people tweet it out, and uh, with this fleets thing. It just seems so personal you know what i'm saying like people are sharing their lives but it just seems like one of those things where uh twitter is disgusting like just there's it's so much less humanity there i mean you can find a video of a guy having his leg blown off and then next thing you know somebody retweeted some woman getting her ass ate you know by two different dudes at the same time you know what i'm saying so it's just so filthy and it's just like it's like your inner darkest thoughts getting put up in real time out in the digital universe you know what i'm saying so this fleet shit it just sounds too um too fucking uh just it's too personal them fleets you know what i'm saying but i see a few of y'all promoting your only fans and i'm not hating on that you know get your goddamn money especially in a pandemic though like get that goddamn money because i might be on here soon you know showing my feet and balls you just never know you know the way these daycare bills is looking but um anyways let's uh, let's talk about you know this election and what was going on let me pull up this article real quick you know what's uh, fascinating to me is uh when people were you know they talk about the gop is all about states rights and a smaller government and all this other bullshit it was so amazing to see uh so many of these attorney generals from different red states and uh even our own nebraska uh, attorney general you know uh they started challenging mail-in ballots from states that they thought trump should have won you know what i'm saying it's like no states rights let them handle their own business you know so they started filing all these lawsuits and these uh these district judges and uh you know just started throwing that shit out left and right because it's just like you don't have any evidence of voter fraud for mail-in ballots and it just you just saw trump losing his mind in real time it's just like oh i'm ahead stop the count and it's like oh i'm losing okay uh you know recount you know recount recount them oh more votes coming in for biden stop the count you know those counts don't you know, you know those votes don't count and all this other shit but he was just losing his mind but our uh, our attorney general here doug peterson uh you know he he jumped in on a case challenging some of the pennsylvania mail-in ballots and it was just you just saw these people just losing their fucking minds and it was just like you're just scared of giving up control but they were just freaking the fuck out with all these frivolous lawsuits trying to tie it up in court and all this other shit but it looks like when i said just earlier just about 10 minutes ago that you know the administration is finally this current administration is finally like yo we just gotta give the fuck up and then it still looked like trump was a uh, golfing this weekend as uh covet cases uh are still rising and um 
now it looks like we do have a vaccine coming but is there's different there's a whole but like what is what is it moderna uh pfizer and then what is it columbia university there's a university that has one too i know with pfizer and moderna i don't know if i'm saying it right it might be something else uh those vaccines are both over 94 percent effective and this uh i think it works it stops you from getting it like prevention wise sort of like the flu or the effects aren't as bad as or as deadly and then the the columbia i don't know it, well, i don't know what university it is but uh theirs is like 90 percent effective so i not and you know uh people are like you know they're gonna put a microchip in you and blah 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 and i'm just thinking i'm like you know to track your movements it's like the technology all that shit is right in your phone it's on your apple watch like you're tweeting about this while this phone that you holding has everything about you your social security number your thumbprint or your face uh recognition it can scan your whole face you know that's what snapchat that's all that is is collecting data on your face you know what i'm saying so you commit a crime it's just like oh let's go to snapchat let's go to snapchat headquarters and you know see if we can match up this id on this video you know and so that's why if you ever commit a crime you need to leave your phone at home you know don't take the fitbit don't take the the apple watch or whatever because when it's trying to connect to different cell towers and even if your phone is off you know and you you know one of them bum ass people that borrow wi-fi when it's searching for a wi-fi signal it'll ping even off of locked wi-fi accounts that you need a password so they can pinpoint where you done been at you know what i'm saying they get a hold of that phone so this microchip talk i mean you talking that talk you know on a on a on a device that's already tracking your every fucking movement so you know why are they gonna waste money trying to put a chip inside of you and a vaccine you know what i'm saying you should be worried about the side effects now i know me you know will i get the vaccine absolutely but i'm gonna wait until that first wave and then see how people act and see what's going on then after that first wave you know it's kind of like you know them playstation 5s and them xbox one x's you know you got you always wait you know for a little bit because you know it comes with bugs and all this other shit and it's like oh we got to tweak this you know what i'm saying so uh yeah it's just one of those situations where i don't you know don't believe in conspiracy theories about chips and the vaccine and shit like that that the chip you holding in your hand as you sending dick pics to somebody who don't want them you know what i'm saying so just just cool out on that type of shit though but um let's see what else is going on on uh on uh this summer jam screen let's talk about uh this brother kenneth greedy jones uh this brother was killed last thursday by omaha police and the city is just i don't the city is just upset about it uh people are demanding uh you know transparency from the chief of police and from the uh from the uh the department they want the mayor to speak on this so last thursday uh this brother kenneth jones um he was in a he was the back passenger seat of a vehicle with three other women when they were pulled over uh off of 27th and harrison so y'all keep this address in mind 27th and harrison if you live in the omaha metro area you know the street of harrison divides omaha and bellevue you know and so they got pulled over at 27th and harrison so basically saying that uh you know they asked uh greedy to uh 
you know, exit the vehicle. He refused. A struggle ensued. You know, uh, and the officers uh, shot and killed him, right? Because he didn't comply. Then they said uh, they found a handgun on him. And I saw that just now they had a press conference and they just showed steals of the video. They won't show the whole video, the whole interaction between the traffic stop and the the shooting death of a uh, greedy was uh what a minute and not even two minutes it was like a minute and like 27 seconds or some shit like that between them stopping the car and this man losing his life and so they they busted the window pulled him out the car this is what the police is saying and they uh and he wouldn't show his hands and then so they felt like he had a weapon and uh they found some handgun in his waist and uh so they they shot the brother shot him and killed him because they said that he was gonna shoot one of the cops or whatever but we need to see the video right and so then so the demonization started well uh kenneth jones is a felon he shouldn't have had a gun so he need he shouldn't even been in possession of a gun and that's probably why he didn't want to get out that car he probably was trying to pull that out of his waistband kick it up under the seat and let one of the three women take that that uh that uh gun charge right because a felon with a gun you're gonna do five to seven you know or, or is it seven to ten i can't remember because i got a uh i got the homie uh norman he's in uh prison right now serving seven because he's he he got swept up in them raids what was it 2018 over there off the ave uh for 40th ave he got swept up in that shit um i think it was 2018 or 2019 yeah, he got swept up in that shit and they hit him with uh with them charges and he's serving seven years which is some it, it fucking sucks because you got a bunch of kids out here in these streets um you know but uh with this whole uh kenneth jones situations um so there has been massive protest um and there has been you know people just demanding you know the mayor say something about this and uh there hasn't been any transparency at all and there's an eyewitness account um you know saying that basically um they didn't know what was going on it was just like the cops just busted the window one of the women was speaking uh the cops just busted the window pulled them out then all of a sudden you know they kind of stepped back and said he got a weapon you know what they always say and then they blew that brother away i think they shot him six times and um yeah and it's just an unfortunate situation especially during the holiday season this man ain't gonna see his family at all and then the family is looking for answers too and uh they just been kind of sitting in the dark they haven't the police has haven't made a statement until today you know what i'm saying so this man gets killed on thursday they ain't make a statement until monday you know why that is they need to get their fucking story straight that's what it is it always happens like that in a in a officer involved shooting it takes you know four or five days for them to uh scrub the internet of the uh of the of the of the officers who were involved in the shooting so you can't prove that they're a race soldier so it's like hey delete your twitter lock up your facebook or delete your facebook and uh you know uh lock up your parlor account you know what i'm saying that right wing twitter account that right wing twitter um uh platform and then it's uh you know they they scrub all this shit hey you know we don't need to see you you know supporting trump and blah 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 and all this other shit so they've started doing that now because before 
people would find these officers online and be like oh this motherfucker's a bigot you know they find some racist shit about obama and shit like that some racist shit about black lives matter uh just some all kind of shit um or some racist shit towards hispanics or something like that so you're like oh this is a anti-black you know racist or this is just a straight up uh, hardcore white supremacist you know what i'm saying or they have something where they like the proud boys or support you know um uh, richard spencer or some shit like that so they do that then they have to get their fucking story straight doing doing multiple interviews then they get coached by somebody you know for the legality of it and uh then the police chief he finally makes a statement after it's all packaged neat wrapped up in the bow and they didn't you know dotted every i and crossed every t which is some bullshit that's why we need a new department that investigates that's not a part of law enforcement at all it's just some kind of federally funded department that investigates all uh police shootings there needs to be some kind of advisory board that investigates this shit an independent auditor like we used to have um some kind of advisory board uh where they are not part of law enforcement at all they're not hiding behind the blue wall to investigate these matters so i hope that uh greedy's family uh you know they they find the justice that they were looking for but i doubt that that will happen you know because of that qualified immunity so I told you that this shooting happened. May that brother rest in peace at 27th and Harrison. This divides uh, Omaha and Bellevue. Like the north side of Harrison Street is Omaha. Then just on the other side, the south side of the street, that's where Bellevue starts, right? So we had another, we had a domestic terrorist, uh, Roberto uh, Carlos Silva. Now this fat fuck, he was, so what was it? Saturday night? So Saturday this happened? so on wednesday he got busted at the um the sonics uh restaurant the sonics uh sonic i always add an s to it my wife gets on me uh, about adding s's to words but i always tell her she need to chill because that's anti-black but um so at sonics the um the the the, the fat bastard uh carlos silva he was there uh using the app to buy a bunch of food like there was a bunch of mini transactions you know you can buy on the app but he was using somebody else's um information somebody's car kept on getting these weird sonic charges so the guy called the police about it and so they investigated and they uh tracked it down to this uh this uh roberto carlos silva right so it was like 57 dollars worth of food it was like 19 dollars here 10 dollars here it was just like he just kept going back you know he had like a three-course meal day or some shit like that right so he gets arrested and ticketed for like petty theft under a hundred dollars or some shit this motherfucker comes back saturday he has on an army helmet he's armed and then he has they believe the u-haul truck was his there was a u-haul truck there full of fireworks with wires hanging out of it and all of a sudden it caught fire right so this u-haul truck catches fire uh fat ass silva opens fire on the sonic and sonic's employees killing two of them wounding two more so the police the bellevue police there managed to take him alive okay so I made a post 
on so he's being booked on first degree murder and second degree i believe attempted murder and so and he's smiling in his profile pic this guy was in his early 20s didn't have shit to lose the fat fuck i guess you know he's like i got three hots in the cots for the rest of my life but his fat ass gonna be somebody bitch because they gonna be pushing them man titties together giving him some of that prison dick but anyways um so i make a post on durags and boat shoes on facebook y'all guys need to like that page so i make a post and i compare and contrast right so i i say this i post a picture this was the day after sunday early sunday morning i'm in bed and i'm just like and i'm and i'm going through my twitter timeline and i see that this happens and i'm like yo what the fuck so this happened you know late saturday uh the killing so may those people rest in peace and hopefully those two uh folks that are in the hospital they they will recover and uh I pray that they can, you know, get past this because, you know, being shot, that's going to bring some trauma and some nightmares that it's going to take a long time to heal from. Um, so I make this post Sunday morning and I basically, you know, it's just comparing and contrasting. Let me log on to my uh, Facebook and pull this up real quick to see exactly what I said. All right. I got it pulled up. Took me a minute. Y'all bear with me here. I'm going to edit that out. Um, so yeah, I said this is Roberto Carlos Silva, a domestic terrorist. He had a U-Haul truck full of fireworks, had a device to set the truck on fire as a distraction while he shot four people at the Sonic fast food restaurant in Bellevue, killing two of them. Local law enforcement was able to take this active shooter in alive. A couple days ago, a black man got pulled over and didn't show his hands, so he was shot down dead in the street like a rabbit dog. The whole city is about to erupt again make it make sense so i had so many so a lot of folks shared it it did a lot of numbers uh had like almost 400 shares about 18,000 people were reached close to 19,000 people about 5,529 looking at the the actual post right now it says 5,529 people engaged in the tweet so meaning that they clicked the link they read the comments and shit and i only got about 47 comments but white folks were in there mad well this is two different police departments well first off omaha police helped with this situation right and like i said 27th and harrison and where this sonic matter happened it was uh less than three miles apart okay and so so people start saying that and then uh one uh white person was like uh white supremacist i'm not gonna say white person because anytime you try to justify the death of a black man or a black woman or any black person or a black child you're a white supremacist anytime that you do that you're a white supremacist hands down i don't give a fuck who you are and so and if you're black you're a collaborator of white supremacy and so and so this one person was said oh you felt the mention that he had a gun and all this other shit and then you know i responded with a couple of questions i went the nilly fuller route asking questions right and so this person just went ahead and blocked the page because i couldn't reply to their message right so to leave the message up there but i can't reply to it on the business page of do rags and boat shoes and um so then then there's another guy comes on here he 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 uh and i should have clicked on his profile before but you know just a a fat bearded white guy with one of them alt-right haircuts he comes on and he, you know he starts asking me to answer the questions and shit like that and i'm like no i ask the questions around here i'm not doing all that shit 
but um and so he's like i'm further uh you know dividing uh promoting division and all this other shit and on and uh and people and the mental gymnastics of white supremacists will jump through and do to justify the death of a black person is uh, really disgusting. They will do everything in their power to justify the death of a black person or any other non-white person at the hands of law enforcement, you know? And so, and so he just keeps on, he's typing out paragraphs and shit. And so I, I just ask him questions about it. And then he, uh, and then he keeps on saying that I'm pushing an agenda, fake news and all this other shit. And, uh, and shout out to pro black. Uh, they, they were posting, uh, well, the protesters, I don't know if pro black was doing it. They were actually posting, uh, images of, you know, of, uh, the piece of shit who, who that domestic terrorist and, uh, Kenneth Jones on the side of the police precinct, you know, asking what's the difference. One was, uh, shot down dead and the other one was apprehended alive. Right. And so, uh, and so, yeah, I'm just asking questions. And so this guy with the alt-right haircut, he's just going off, just typing out whole paragraphs about how this is fake news. And, you know, and then I asked him, I was like, well, you have all these facts where you at both incidents. Cause I didn't see your name, you know, inside of any, uh, I didn't see your name inside of any of the, um, you know, the news articles or on the news, you know, were you there, you know? And, uh, so he got mad and he started talking about how many likes I got on my page. And I'm just like, you know, I'm not I don't take that kind of bait when you start personally trying to personal uh, these personal attacks. Right. And then and so he goes off talking about something else. And then I just had to tell him, I was like, sir, I looked at your page. It says that you are you know, you take pride in being an asshole. So you will never, you know, see the humanity in people who don't look like you. And um, and I said I said something I can't remember what else I said, but you can go look at the comments. And he he, he never did hit me back. And I told him it was it, this this was a whole waste of time. You didn't answer any questions. And you know someone who takes pride in being an asshole, then that's just really just kind of shut him down. But then there's other people, and this is what's funny about the. So you have that kind of you know that kind of uh, mental gymnastics. Then you have those. Um, those kind of liberal racist low-key racist whenever one of these racialized uh killings happen they're always like well you know we got to think about you know the victims in this you know we can't further divide you know our communities and shit like that and this means nigga stay in your place because i'm comfortable i know it's fucked up but hey you need to stay your black ass in your place because i'm in a good spot right now you know i'm not racist quote unquote you know i'm not one like one of them but you know just cool out you you, you know you, you you're making the waters a little rough for my boat you know what i'm saying so it's like get the fuck out of here so i seen a lot of that but mainly it's just people just tagging names and shit like that but yeah there was a few people butt hurting mad in there and i'm you know and i just stopped responding you know it gets to that point where it's just like this is a waste of time you know i had to catch myself like you cannot convince a white supremacist you know to see the humanity in somebody who does not look like them because they they have very little to no humanity so it's like why am i trying to you know appeal to this and state facts and shit like that but i wasn't explaining it all i was just 
I was just asking questions, asking a bunch of questions. And don't, they don't like that. The Nilly Fuller teaches us always to ask questions. Ask, ask, ask. And that's how you get to the bottom of shit. When you speak with a bigot um, or you speak in uh, truth to power. So you make your qualifying statement. Then you ask some questions. You start asking questions. Keep on asking questions so you can keep learning and know how to deal with these bigots and how to deal with those in power always ask questions so make sure y'all go check out you know the page you, you can't miss uh what i posted and go through the comments i mean if you feel like it i feel i'm like oh now i know how these news sites feel you know and there's people arguing in there and shit like that and you know shout out to the non-racist people you know in there you know sticking up for that brother uh kenneth jones um and then there was somebody i think he was antifa he was like we need to just burn everything down burn especially the suburbs i was like yo i am not about to interact with that comment he was not about to get me set up fbi agent jones you know like <laughs> you ain't about to get me set up in the game trying to act like you antifa or some shit but um you know pray for uh greedy's family hopefully they find justice and you pray for them victims you know uh who fell to that domestic terror attack uh at the sonics that's god that's fucked up you working fast food and you get smoked you know because somebody was up here stealing on an app you know and got butt hurt and brought their fat ass back and started opening fire that's fucked up it's fucked up and i want y'all to always remember in these state sanctioned killings and these racialized killings whatever you want to call it when a white person starts telling you uh they start making reasons uh you know why this happened ask them so because of this you're saying they deserve to die is that what you're saying you always bring it back to that always bring it back to a question so your qualifying statement is saying because he didn't follow directions he deserved to die is that what you're saying then they get the mumbling well, well but I just, you're more, but i mean and then one person was talking about how he had a gun and i'm just thinking i'm like so a fellow american cannot exercise his second amendment rights you know what i'm saying in these trying times is that what you're saying not all americans are created equal you know and you know you know that they be bullshitting but they get the but, 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 or they won't even answer you when you start asking those questions once you qualify their statement that they made right so that's what it always boils down to ask questions don't get in arguments ask questions ask logical questions always and you have to take it back to like you're a child trying to learn something always be black and white always be black and white you can even dumb it down even more not to dumb it down but breaking down so they deserve to die because they didn't follow directions you know what i'm saying so it just you just have to break it down like that and then they'll get the stumbling and bumbling and it's not educating them it's just letting you know who you're dealing with like oh i'm dealing with a white supremacist you know what i'm saying if you got some funny style family members some funny style friends um you know that's one of them situations where you just ask those you ask questions ask questions ask questions up and down inside and out but they have to be very very black and white don't don't put any room for gray matter don't tell them don't give them the answer so but uh i think i've been talking too much on this summer jam screen so uh, like i said uh pray for those victims and um you know hopefully 
you know, they all seek justice. But uh, I'm gonna leave it to my nigga Hove. Hove, what you gotta say? Don't be the next get tested on that summer jam screen. I smoke rocks. I smoke rocks. All right, thank you, Tyrone Biggums, for this lovely intro of selling hope like damn dope uh, a few months back i talked to you guys about the back the blue white supremacist rally uh that had uh principal haynes hopping on that coon train i talked to y'all about that back in what was it july they had that rally down there at memorial park and then the proud boys uh showed up to show their support and uh one of the the main people who uh, was promoting this and uh that was behind it was omaha police union president um tony connor now tony connor is a king coon he's like king of the coons in omaha here um he is one of those you know he's uh he's one of them black republicans you know like the candace owens types you know, uh, he has been uh, put on blast by local media here for some of the tweets that he like and uh, having a position of power, uh, you know, being in law enforcement and being over the union. Right. Um, you know, president of the Omaha Police Officers Association. I'm sorry. And um, his Twitter feed, like if you go through his likes it's just full of disgusting shit uh some of this shit uh that he likes is uh from a nigga named damani felder and a lot of these tweets that he likes it says uh i'm gonna just read some of these anti-black tweets okay these are from self-hating coons right who try to hide behind them being right wingers and shit like that it's just no you just hate black folks and you think that you know if you hate what you are so much that you'll be accepted into the dominant society that doesn't work like that you will always get your nigga wake up call right so a lot of these tweets he like is from this damani felder guy and it says uh since silence is compliance y'all deranged leftists better get ready the silent majority is starting to roar and we're sick and tired of your shit you know who the silent majority is it's white folks it's silent majority the majority population in the united states is white folks for now and when they speak about silent majority it's the white folks who smile in your black ass face but they go into that voting booth and they vote against your interests right and they vote for their own self-interest to up uphold the system of racism white supremacy they also donate to different causes that'll harm your black ass so for your dumb black ass to think that you're part of the silent majority and you tweeting about being part of the silent majority well you're not silent anymore and you're nowhere near being the majority or the dominant society with your black ass but the 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 uh, tony connor coon ass liked it another tweet he says when i watch the footage of these violent mark marxist anarchists on the news i remember why i bought a gun this year right so he's promoting violence i'm about to shoot some of these leftists right another one of these tweets from this damani felder is i don't feel bad for criminals who get shot by the police and you shouldn't either good night Another one that he likes is uh, this is from a nigga named uh, Brandon Tatum. Uh, he's a police officer. This is a this is a Negro who thinks that he's a blue life instead of a black life. He says, I'm sick of black folks acting like uncivilized animals, period. Then he says, defending sex offenders, child abusers, murderers, career criminals, 
ellipsis so dot 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 who get justifiably shot by police shittiest communities highest crime rates abortion rates illiteracy rates single parent rates keep it 100 he like that so tony connor is telling you i'm a self-hating coon then there's a i don't know what this guy is a mary king uh, there's a tweet to say, do cops need more training, question mark, or do these kids need their asses beat instead of time out? All right. More Damani Felder likes. All right. After watching the Jacob Blake footage, I have one thing to say. If you don't listen to a police officer's orders, what, happened to, what happens to you is your fault, no matter what color your skin is. Okay. So this, uh, and remember he had, he was trying to say that uh the back the blue rally couldn't be racist because three black men were speaking at the event sir you three negroes are mascots for racism white supremacy you are a cow you're a collaborator of white supremacy that's exactly what you are right perfect analogy you're a fucking cow okay so um you know that that white soul is trying to you know pop through that them black spots and shit like that so but anyways so remember he tried to get that zachary b smith the uh creighton uh professor um you know fired and he had to walk back and apologize this white dude said about the uh omaha world herald he said let me fix this headline for you white supremacist rally in omaha to showcase midwestern racism right and they were talking about the back the blue rally and he's and he said you know there are three black men speaking at this event uh his ignorance is remarkable right so let me pull this up and so now i got this as selling hope like dope because this man and his anti-black racism and who knows what he does to black folks out on these streets um and a few weeks ago i saw him with a guy i grew up with who became a cop they were both at a restaurant without a mask on with their spouses out there no not a mask on they goddamn face and you know what's happening right now this man this coon uh connor this man is in a, a hospital right now fighting for his fucking life with COVID 19. he was running around here talking about oh I, i've had a mask i had wore a mask religiously no i saw you on the guy i grew up's page y'all y'all was out at a restaurant with y'all spouses not a mask on you out here with your fat ass eating and dining out and you didn't caught this covid and now you on a respirator in the hospital now this guy reported last week i don't know how he's doing but he ain't liked nothing and he ain't said nothing uh uh sweet you know talking cute about black folks you know or leftists he ain't saying nothing cute now so he probably still laid up in that goddamn hospital bed fighting for his life i'm gonna tell y'all something god does not like ugly especially when black folks want to side with white supremacists when you want to side with an unfair unjust system that mistreats people god will have something waiting for your ass i don't care how much power and fame you think you got you know that you fronting for you catching hell somewhere else you catching hell somewhere else if you're being a shitty human being and especially if your black ass is being a mascot for an evil system i'm telling you right now god does not like ugly 
and that ain't nothing but the ancestors you know just coming up like okay oh you out here trying to be cute and being anti-black and god knows what he's been doing you know pulling over black folks doing to them whatever you you just don't know what kind of evil this man is doing just based on him liking tweets about police brutality and uh, violence against protesters and shit like that and the anti-black racism tweets that he likes and loves right it ain't a like anymore it's a heart so he loves it on twitter so there's a whole article about this shit but God don't like ugly, that shit will come back and bite you in the ass. And this fat bastard is sitting up in the hospital bed fighting for his fucking life. Fighting for his fucking life. And I don't feel bad about it. But he 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 tweets, he likes, and he just just so fucking anti-black. I cannot stand a fucking cow. I cannot. With my heart and soul. It just disgusts me to see people who hate their own kind. And this goes for uh, them fucking uh, um, them fucking Indians who run around here trying to be white. I can't stand that shit. I can't stand seeing that fucking anti uh, dark skin racism that, you know, people of Asian descent catch. You know, they catch hell because they darker skin. They can't marry into a certain family and shit like that. Why the fuck is it? that the darker skinned people and don't matter what culture it is asian latino indian black the darker you are the more hell that you catch from your own people this is how you know that racism white supremacy is a global fucking system there's so many caste system where the lighter skinned people get all these roles and shit you look at how bollywood started up and how they have those light-skinned indians working and shit like that and these people come over here to America thinking it's the promised land and trying to act like, you know, that they're white supremacists. They hop right on that goddamn coon train, hop right on on it and be ashamed of they fucking family. It disgusts me to the utmost degree. I cannot stand a coon. I don't it don't matter where you like what you look like. You know, you got white Hispanics running around here trying to change their names and shit like that. And then all of a sudden they got a, you know, a brown skin great grandma somewhere fall out that family tree. But they act like they don't even fucking know them. You see what I'm saying? And you get some of these Middle Eastern folks come over here. They shave their nose down and shit when they get over to like Hollywood and shit like that or find a cheap plastic surgeon for more European features. It's a fucking sickness. It's a fucking illness. I just I cannot stand a fucking coon. But to have a coon in a position of power is one of the most dangerous things. And that's why this man is laid up fighting for his fucking life right now. You thought that you was going to be out here hodgepodging and the, the virus is a hoax and all this other shit. And shit, I'm a blue life. You know, I'm a black Republican. Or I'm just a, I'm an American. I'm an American. You know, and I bet you he runs around singing that type of bullshit trope. You know, I'm an American and you fighting for your goddamn life whatever happens to you you got exactly what you deserved and that's been selling hope like dope this portion of do rags and boat shoes has been brought to you by the letter l as in hey yo my guy my hands are full give me a hand here can you hold this l all right so holding this l is gonna be pretty quick um this is for the no mask omaha group um y'all just gotta hold this l i mean 
the shit that y'all doing even one of the founders caught covid and he had to quarantine and you know sit back and relax for two weeks and he admitted to catching it and he's still out here y'all still out here putting up these goddamn billboards talking about it's uh what the fuck did they say it's not about a virus it's about control and there's like a crash test dummy with a mask on i see that shit all the time when i'm delivering uh, out on my route out there in miller and I, it's just disgusting you know what one of these motherfuckers said and this what made me think of hold this l they said we were trying to show them that our voices can't be silenced there are two sides to the story and they only want to listen to unmc now that is uh, the University of Nebraska Medical Center, one of the top medical centers in the country. Why the fuck would we want to listen to, why would public officials want to listen to an anti-mask group over some fucking doctors? Do you know how stupid that fucking sounds? And what's disgusting is just seeing how people are trying to politicize a fucking pandemic we all should be on the same fucking page trying to fight to survive but i see how you know people don't survive in zombie movies and in you know movies with viruses spreading and shit like that because people are fucking stupid i i gave us too much fucking credit as as a race of human beings too much fucking credit and i'm not just gonna put this on goofy ass white folks because a lot of you negroes be running around here without a mask either but it's just without a mask too it it puzzles me that y'all don't believe in science or you just don't give a fuck oh it's uncomfortable to wear a mask you know what it's uncomfortable wearing drawers too you know with, with my dick stick to my leg and shit and it's all like pressed up and shit on a hot day because i ain't put no powder down there i still keep my drawers on i still keep on my shorts because i don't want my dick just out swinging and i don't want to get you know hit with a, a, a charge for indecent exposure i still wear drawers women still wear bras you know what i'm saying if them things is too big you see, you see what i'm saying a, a motherfucker still wears socks you know to keep their feet you know to keep their shoes fresh from smelling sweaty some of y'all might be nasty and out here free feeting it in some shoes but you still wearing fucking shoes like i wonder did this happen when uh you know like shoes or pants were invented or something like you know ages ago I, and i don't i don't think so i don't think there was any uh you know any pushback from that you know what i'm saying and i wonder if during that spanish flu pandemic a hundred years ago was there or 102 years ago 1918 was there anti-maskers running around i just i don't fucking get it like you don't believe in science it's just like masks don't work well if masks don't work why do surgeons wear them when they're cutting into somebody's body you know why do they wear gloves and masks why why do they do it i just i am fucking tired like you really had the audacity to say there's two sides to the story and they only want to listen to the doctors they don't want to listen to me who's a facebook scientist you know i got my degree at twitter university and i'm working on you know a second doctorate from snapchat you like like shut the fuck up and i think 
I believe, you know, social media has, you know, made us feel like our voice is important because you can reach important people who have important jobs now easier than let mailing a letter or going through their secretary and, you know, all this other shit or uh, sending it to like a corporate email. You can just directly respond to them. And it makes you feel like you're important, you know, because now you got a few followers and shit like that. So you look at the word follow and you're like, oh, shit, I'm somebody, motherfucker. So you better listen to me. And so they were supposed to have this whole event at uh, the High V uh, on 180th and Q. I think the Q one or Pacific, one of them 180th, the High Vs. And uh, and I think uh, I think only like. And then I, then police was like, nah, we about to, you know, we about to shut that shit down. You ain't going to be out here with these white folks. You know, these white folks with a little bit of change. You ain't going to be up here disrupting, you know, these folks out here. You know, you, you, you ain't going to bring that, that goofy shit out here. Now, you should have took your, your dumb asses to a, to a, a, a store in a neighborhood where we don't give a fuck about those people. But them folks out there on 180th and Q out on the outskirts of the, of the city was like we ain't having that they were going to go to a high v which is a grocery store supermarket in the midwest area and uh i don't know if, yeah they got them in uh kansas too because uh mahomes is a is a uh, spokesperson for it so it's like nebraska iowa and kansas and there might be some in missouri too missouri and um so they were gonna plan on going saturday and shop without a mask on now this group has a few thousand members i think only uh like 30 people showed up but they just ended up waiting outside protesting because the cops weren't gonna let them in the store and they talk about the numbers are growing based on facebook people just want to see the stupidity that people want to fucking laugh that's what it is but it's just nothing but people from youtube university snapchat you just spewing shit that they believe is true and like i said like watching horror movies you just be like oh can't nobody be that fucking stupid and you look at us now look at us fucking now like our fucking governor is quarantining himself because his dumb ass was out at a restaurant without a mask on and got exposed to covid19 and so now he's holding these little town halls with a big screen TV and an interpreter at the Capitol building with his big, bald, hot dog head ass uh, talking about, you know, think of your grandma and grandpa, you know, don't go out to the bars and shit like that. Man, shut them shits down. You up here, just suggestion. Oh, it's just a friendly suggestion. Just a friendly suggestion. You know, and he's trying to get reelected because they politicized this pandemic so you got people you know hardcore uh right wingers are just like i don't believe this is a whole fucking hoax and their fucking god their christ is trump and he didn't got that shit right and he's talking about it ain't that bad you had the best doctors in the world treating your fat ass you know i'm just i'm just so tired of people playing with other folks lives and I saw something where a guy 
had on like a Trump floaty and he didn't have a mask on and they charged him with assault. He was like breathing on protesters because people was down at Trump's, uh, I think, uh, Mar-a-Lago, you know, protesting like, man, what the fuck you going to do about this pandemic? And he brought his little fat, goofy ass down there, this old protester, and he was breathing heavy on protesters. So the cops hit him with a uh, some kind of assault charge, a simple assault, maybe. But I'm just tired of like you are a grown ass adult like you are grown you live in a community if you don't if you want to be an anti-masker go live in the woods somewhere go live off the grid but you want to reap the benefits of the community while still trying to uh, kill off the community because you don't believe in science you think it's a fucking hoax What's the point of a, a pandemic hoax? Hoax to shut down the economy? What, what? What? What is? What is the end game here? Kill off a quarter of a million Americans? What's What's the end game here? A global pandemic? What's the end game here? There have been There has been no theories about an end game. What was the purpose? Oh, it's to put microchips in our body through a vaccine. I already said back on the summer jam screen, you carrying around your tracking device with you. It's on your wrist. It's in your hand. It's already in the scans, your thumbprint, your fingerprint, your face. I mean, shit. It already got your nudes, you know. There's an FBI agent tapped into your phone right now. Got access to your front and back camera. And your microphone. Or CIA agent. I talk to mine all the time on my route. I know he'd be having a good conversation too. And you know how many times I done answered my phone or uh, called uh, somebody and it sounds like somebody just hung up the phone, then it starts ringing. I know my shit is tapped because I be talking spicy to y'all. <laughs> and my phone be right here. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, what's the end game of shutting down a global economy? What is the end game? Who is getting paid? I'm just, I'm fucking tired. But, I mean, you anti-maskers gotta hold this L. Get your mask. You win. Perfect. Alright, so moving on to Not All Heroes Wear Capes. This is an easy one. We have to do it for the culture. We have to do it. Uh... It has to go to uh, Gucci and Young Jeezy for uh, giving us the versus battle that we all have longed for uh, since they started doing this versus TV thing uh, during the pandemic, uh, you know, keeping us entertained. And I appreciate Swiss and Timberland for uh, coming up with this and, you know, just making it do what it do. Uh, if you weren't present uh, back on the 19th a few days ago, uh to see that battle you missed out on something great it was funny um it was tense uh when it first started just because of how crazy gucci was talking to jeezy the whole time and jeezy was just on some zen shit i really think uh that after you know 15 years of uh them having issues that uh you know them even agreeing to do this showed growth in both of them you know i know um jeezy is you know doing his thing and being a boss down there in atlanta as far as uh, investing in real estate got a new show on fox soul and uh and he's in a relationship he's happy 
with that uh that lady from uh the talk the asian lady who likes her bbc's uh you know hey if that nigga's happy he happy you know i can't really you know say shit about his relationship and uh you know and her you know looking at black men as a fetish you know if you know if he happy with it i mean shit nigga do you i guess you know um and then gucci you know gucci man as far as him you know having that setback going to the pen came home cut up motherfuckers thought he was a clone uh to him securing you know an endorsement deal from gucci the actual luxury brand and doing print advertisements and uh you know just coming home and just doing his motherfucking thing and uh to see them come together and to share the same stage and it just it was dope to see it was dope to see it uh jeezy summed it up perfectly when he said this is bigger than us this is uh for the culture and uh you know he just really kept it on some grown man shit instead of some g shit you know i don't know if i could uh grow like that even after 15 years after on both sides look at it on both sides you know uh so the situation was you know an associate of jeezy's i don't even think that was really jeezy's man like that but the uh, associate of jeezy's you know broke in on gucci man and uh, tried to kill him and gucci killed him in self-defense and actually got off on it uh the kid name was uh pookie and um you know and then on the flip side you know gucci you know being in the same room with somebody who's associated with someone who tried to kill me and i had to take a life you know i don't know if i could be that big of a person for the culture i would be personally i would be pretty you know heated about that um still to this day you know what i'm saying uh be you know just because i had to fight for my fucking life because somebody came to try to take mine. you know what i'm saying but you know it was great for hip-hop it was great for black culture and uh i feel like a lot of people were confused you know a lot of people who don't know about the culture were confused about you know what was going on but you know twitter was on fire uh you know fucking instagram was on fire i watched it on my way home from uh from work uh in the whip you know i had my phone propped up I got this like little cubby in my pickup truck that I can prop my phone up so you know I was glancing at it and listening on my way home and you know it was just it was just like damn this really happened you know what I'm saying it's just like wow you know I didn't think it was gonna get bigger than uh you know um uh Patty and um and Gladys you know I didn't think it was gonna get any bigger than that but you know you got two street dudes who got a body between them and they just you know was like hey you know let's make it do what it do and give the people what they want and you know and i know gucci was being antagonistic but you know jeezy was just on some other shit some zen mode shit you know and i don't think if he wasn't in the relationship with that bbc chaser you know and he's happy and at a good place in his life this wouldn't have been the same i think it would have both been on some petty shit it would have been some different shit pop off you know i don't even think we would have had that versus battle but you know just to see a monumental event like this it kind of reminds me of uh, when 
Hove back in was it when was that? Uh 0203? No, it wasn't then. Cause when did Black Republicans come out? I can't remember, but in the early 2000s when uh Hove had that I Declare War concert. And, uh, you know, everybody and their mama, I remember this is the time the game thought he was on the same level as Hove and he would always be throwing shots at Hove and shit like that. And, you know, everybody just thought that Hove was going to start airing niggas out like he did on uh, the takeover back in 01. And it was the I Declare War concert. And then all of a sudden, you know, he brought Nas out on stage. He was just like, yo, what the fuck? Like he brought Nas out on stage. And that was a great moment in hip hop, too. Just from them two titans, you know, warring with each other, you know, uh, a few years prior and just throwing little darts back and forth after TakeOver and Ether. Um, so it was just kind of on that level that it just felt good. I'm a big fan of hip hop. That's one of my first loves. I, I always thought that, you know, I would be a part of hip hop in some way, some shape or form, most likely like a writer or some shit like that. But, you know, it is what it is. But I, I love hip hop inside and out. Love the culture love it all the way through and through everything from you know from rapping to you know tagging to uh, fucking b-boys to the dj you know just acknowledge yourself just all of that shit i, I love hip-hop i fucking love it saved my life uh, along with basketball and just to see monumental events like this is just dope now i remember when trapper die before it came up here uh the mixtape when he first dropped that shit i remember I was working at Blockbuster. No, I wasn't digging nobody out in the back room. I know people funny when they, uh, <laughs> they was, that's, that's one of the most things I get asked about is, uh, telling them Blockbuster stories. But, um, anyway, so I was working down at Blockbuster and, uh, the, the old homie came through. I forgot cuz name, but he came through and he gave me the Trapper Die mixtape. And this was when, BMF was still doing their thing down south. He told me, because I didn't hear, I, I've never heard of them. And he told me about them. This was, what, 04, 05, maybe 06, around that time, uh, early 2000s, so maybe 05, 06. Um, he came in with the Trapper Die mixtape. He was like, this dude, he's with the BMF. And I was like, Who, who's BMF? And I was like, is that, like a, is that a branch of the GDs or something? And he was like, no, nah, man, this is like the Black Mafia family. He's like, they run. They run in Georgia down there. And he said he was down in a club in Atlanta. And they were just passing out CDs, bought out the bar. And it was just a whole bunch of Trapper Die mixtapes. And they bought out the bar so everybody could fucking drink free. And he gave me the mixtape. And I remember popping that shit in in um what was i driving at the time what the fuck was i driving i think i was driving my ford fairmont i had a 1980 ford fairmont look that up f-a-i-r-m-o-n-t old school whip i was driving that and i had the cassette deck with the cd player you know how you um had a cassette deck in the car but you had that you know it was the original ox cord and um you know how you had and then you plugged it into a portable cd player and i remember playing it on that and i was like this nigga can't rap but i couldn't stop listening to it and i found myself rapping his ad libs and i remember i gave the cd 
to Bogard and that nigga just played it until that shit broke but it was the official Trapper Die mixtape and if I would have knew what I knew now I would have kept that as a keepsake cause it came straight from Atlanta and it, and it was uh, it was like uh, the mixtape was you know it was one sided and it was in like a clear CD sleeve you know like the envelope sleeve and um, and I remember once the album dropped, all them snowman tees, they started making their way up here at like the mid K's and shit like that in the different uh, Korean and Mexican spots that sold bootleg clothes like bootleg FUBU and Tommy Hilfiger, like the, the PK's, the mid K's and shit like that. And I bought one from, I think, PK's in South Omaha. And it was a black snowman tee with uh with a gold snowman on the front and then on the back it said trapper die and that shit was like a 4xl tall t that shit was like i'm a big dude i'm almost six two and uh and that shit used to come damn near down to my knees that bitch was huge that it was a lot of fabric on that bitch and I, I remember I rocked that motherfucker and I watched it so many times that it started cracking. And I got a snowman tee upstairs now when he dropped, uh, what was it, 104, TM 104, Thug Motivation. But, yeah, it's just, you know, them hits Jeezy was playing. And uh, I fuck with Gucci, too. But Jeezy was just, I don't know, it's just like, it was like, damn, this nigga can't rap. But you just be drawn in from the just to the ad libs, the beat selection, the choruses. It's like them, you know, like them old school songs that's like a chant and a callback. You know what I'm saying? You just you just saying them, hey, you know, you just hitting that A and you like, that's right. And you just hitting them ad libs in the in the uh you know, uh, it's just, you know, young jizzle from the bottom of the map. You know, it's just you it's just so catchy that you was like, man, I can't turn this shit off. Like this nigga just rhymed the same words, but then that can't ban the snowman mixtape came out and that intro I still play it to this day. I still play it to this day. And it's just like CNN worried about little old me. Fuck the bitch ass reporter whoever wrote the story. And I just and I know exactly what he was talking about. They was talking about, you know, them snowman tees and shit like that and promoting uh cocaine and all this other shit. And uh it it was just like man, just uh and I don't wanna tell my child that his mom's ain't shit, <laughs> but this ain't about him, she just the money hungry. Yeah, oh it's like, oh, this man putting his whole life and soul onto this goddamn, but that intro to Can't Ban the Snowman. And then, like, he just couldn't be defeated on an intro. Then after that, you know, on them other mixtapes, like The Real is Back, The Real is Back too. them intros are just crazy. Like, man, just amazing. But anyways, not all heroes wear capes. I have to give it to Gucci and Jeezy. I'm just having just hip-hop flashbacks. I'm sorry, y'all. But, uh, yeah, just salute to them, brothers. Alright, so moving on to health over wealth, you know what I say, without your health, you cannot enjoy your wealth. But before we do that, I was mistaken on the timeline of uh, Trap or Die. Trap or Die, I think that shit started flooding the streets, was it around 03, 04, around that time. So yeah, it was when I first started uh, working out of high school, when I was well, a year removed or two uh, from high school, and I started working at uh, Goddamn Blockbuster when uh, Cubs brought that Trap or Die CD in there. Um... 
but before we get started with the quote uh i want y'all to go to instagram and peep dave Chappelle's ig because he dropped a special called unforgiving and it's more so like uh him just talking about life lessons that he learned about being bullied and things like that and actually protecting your um content that you create and he goes into the whole spiel about how hbo max and netflix you know just pretty much aired his show and he ain't getting a cut of that money and then he was kind of hinting that he didn't get a dime from comedy central either when he was doing the show since he just walked away from it most of us thought he skated away with like 50 million and then just you know went on to his uh sabbatical so to speak to africa but uh yeah it's a very good uh special it's about 18 minutes it's up on his uh uh instagram tv so you just go to instagram and i think you don't have to create a um you don't have to create a profile to watch it uh but if you do just make up a dummy one i'm a, most of y'all if you're smart in this day and age you will have a dummy email account so you know where you you know have all your spam and shit go to like that um because i don't be trusting these sites so i think i got about three four emails but um anyways let's get started on health over wealth uh your man barack obama like he said he's on a tour uh speaking about um his book promised land um and just talking about the mistakes he's made in his presidency and he had a great interview with the breakfast club and i commend charlemagne the god for um basically uh asking them the the hard questions like how do you respond to people who say you didn't do anything for black folks and what we don't want to hear well he didn't say we don't want to hear but he said not like the the rising tide lifts all boats because black folks boats got a hole in it and so basically you know obama goes into he's a politician you have to remember that so he knows how to spend things but the thing that always bothers me when politicians talk about black issues they always talk about criminality like all black folks are criminals because in the eyes of the the government the system of racism white in the system of racism white supremacy you know the propaganda machine paints all black people as criminals right so you're a criminal in the system of racism white supremacy so they're always talking about uh police reform they're always talking about marijuana petty crimes uh federal indictments um getting people out who've been locked up for so long for crimes they didn't commit But it's like, well, what about the black folks who haven't been in a situation where they were, you know, a victim of the judicial system? You know, they can't say anything about that. You know, Barack went on talking about how there was more black businesses under him and uh, in health care that he brought to black folks. Uh, But it was some good hard hitting questions from Charlemagne. I appreciated that. But I want you all to peep that interview on uh youtube they got it up on their uh channel right now they just released it but it's a really great interview but uh this quote is actually going to come from barack obama because i feel like black folks we want some real change and um you know barack said this he says change will not come if we wait for some other person or some other time we are the ones we've been waiting for we are the change that we seek so the thing is you know we just had this big election going on and now that we got jim crow joe and kamala the machine is going to run how it's been running prior to trump right you don't really have to worry about anything you know you just worry about yourself and your people but the thing is if we want real change we really have to be involved in local politics and with our local government that's what the main thing and we have to just be out here 10 toes down in these streets 
you know educating other folks on how to you know make some real change in our communities and i was listening to uh cannon's class and nick cannon has some i know he been funny style you know when he uh kind of erased some of the the interviews with like Tariq and um who was the other one professor griff he erased those after he caught some backlash from white jews um but he has a really good interview with uh, the brother sean king i know people like to call him talcum x and say that he ain't really black i think that that is a mulatto brother a half white uh brother i, I do believe that his daddy is black and he does a lot of great work i know you know when people be talking about he be scamming for money and shit like that you don't have to donate to him but he presents some great information so he was on promoting his book and uh my damn watch keep going off and um got an apple watch for my birthday and i just feel like like it's a great gift from my wife like i've been wanting one for for years but the thing it, i just feel like i'm just so attached now i'm just so connected to my phone and what's going on in the universe it just i don't know it has some cool features it has like a hand washing feature where it counts down it, it senses when you're washing your hands and then you know it got your steps and you know and uh, your breathing and your uh your heart rate and shit like that like it's dope like i'll be healthier with it but i just really want to disconnect like my text messages and alerts i got to figure out how to do that because i just be so damn connected you know i'm just so plugged into the matrix of uh social media and to my goddamn phone and being so reachable sometimes i just don't want to be reached you know but uh anyway so sean king was on canon's class talking about how um you know promoting his book but he was talking about it's too many of us meaning us black folks and uh other non-white folks who call out injustice it's too many of us in the awareness business it's too many of us you know bringing awareness to it but we don't take the next step to actually take action and i thought that was so profound for him to say that uh because it seems like so many of us are in that business and including myself uh but I always put my money where my mouth is I always donate to different causes and things like that and when somebody needs a helping hand in the community i'm always there to donate or put some time in um but he just said it's just so many people in the awareness business and it just kind of hit me like hey i need to be doing a little bit more because a lot of times i'm always just on some you know i just let my money do the work for me you know somebody got to go fund me up um somebody you know selling fish plates somebody selling t-shirts you know they trying to you know get a business up off the ground you know i'm gonna buy something from them you know uh, i always shop local um I always eat local um you know just you know people throw up shit on facebook all the time when they trying to do something you know i donate to different organizations but you know now is it just feels like the time to actually be out here putting in the work you know so one thing that i'm going to challenge myself on is being more involved in these local politics and uh just raising my influence and helping more people become educated on local politics and how that actually directly impacts them because the neighborhood that i do live in i'm down north uh with the high concentration of black folks is uh our community is a gold mine for the county for the whole state uh and for the city as far as you know 
the police presence here as far as raking up tickets against us uh you know uh getting sent to court over petty ass shit getting hit with fines and just taking every last one of our dimes and now with the gentrification process happening you see uh the 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 county assessor is uh starting to value our homes at a higher price uh because more people want to come down north to live because it's in the heart of the city and there's a lot of new things going on and it's always been the heart of the city the north side has always been so we got the county assessor you know uh raising the valuations of our property so of us who do live down north who own our homes they're trying to raise the you know the value of our homes so our property taxes goes up and i talked about this before when i first bought my house you know back in 2017 um we were paying about 3200 a year for our um uh for our um whatchamacallit for our property taxes total right so this past year uh we had a valuation the county assessor evaluated our home it almost you know uh i don't know it was about 40 to 60 thousand dollars more so then we ended up getting almost a thousand dollars more tacked on to our property taxes so we ended up paying like uh what was it like 4100 something like that 4200 this past year so they squeezed out an extra you know 450 dollars well for extra 900 dollars from us because we pay every six months you know we pay twice a year so they squeezed out an extra 450 dollars from us but we can afford that but you know dual incomes and shit like that but what about the people who are on a fixed income you see what I'm saying? People who are, you know, and most people, they pay their uh, property taxes with their mortgage from their loan from their banks, you know, every um, every month. So they're they seeing that increase. Right. So they're just doing that, you know, to raise the prices and shit like that of your taxes you know raising the value value of your home and you ain't done shit it's just like me i haven't done shit i just mow my yard and you know we throw up some christmas lights you know but they always talking about oh well you know you've done this this and this and it's like no look at my property i ain't changed the goddamn thing since 2017 i got my pool up and running i still got the same fence i still got you know the same yard i ain't put no grass seed down nothing you know i haven't done anything like removed any trees or planted any new trees or any bushes or anything like that or a new coat of paint on the house you know the only thing i put on the front of my house is a is an address plate you know what i'm saying and it's like and we painted the door so how are you telling me my home is now worth almost sixty thousand dollars more than it was last year and i've only painted a door you see what i'm saying and thrown up a, a, a plate a sign that says my address on it so it's just trying to force uh us people who've been here you know i ain't been here that long but you know i grew up on this side my whole life and uh it's just trying to force folks out you know and just to make room for you know this new class of folks coming in and you know what they were saying is uh folks don't want to you know live way out west out in these boon out in these boonies that's what we be calling it uh, living out west you know way out in these uh these these bullshit ass cookie cutter homes that all look alike you know they want some uh, variety they want to be close to downtown they want to be close to the action and the heart of the city has always been down north like i said before and you know you can get to anywhere down north you know what i'm saying so if you live down north you can just quick shot out west over south i mean uh shit you know you can get to anywhere and there's so much heart and soul and genuine good people down north so you know you just have this wave of 
you know, these gentrifiers moving in or trying to move in. So now they got, you know, all this other shit going where they're uh, improving, you know, the north side and trying to make all these mixed income housings. But you know what happens with mixed income housing. Like I said, it's always the first two years. You got poor folks living next to folks who's making a certain amount of money. But then the people who's making this money, they start forcing the poor folks out with complaints and, you know, uh, cops uh, calling the cops on them and shit. Next thing you know, you in court and getting evicted and then you getting moved way out into some cookie cutter apartment complex where the bus lines don't run at right so it's further putting you into a hole because now you're getting an uber or a jitney everywhere you need to go to get to work and shit like that so you know the game is rigged it's rigged so that's why we need to be involved in local politics and as far as you know city council goes you know our city city council members they really don't hold us in the high regard you know the guy that we have representing our district district two you know he he, he's just a, a, an old guard you know i just feel like he ain't got that much fight left in him you know so we need some new blood in there but um that's what makes me go to that barack obama quote we have to look within you know we can't just think because you know you voted for jim crow joe and kamala uh, uh kamala that um all of a sudden shit gonna change you know what i'm saying you still got to deal with the senate you know you still got to deal with your mayor your city council you still got to deal with you know the uh the attorney general you know you still got to deal with the uh, the prosecutors and shit like that and the local judges so we really have to be involved on a local level so i'ma just really try to work on being more uh influential and being more boots on the ground and you know just donating money and shit like that but um that's gonna be it for this episode of 182 and uh you know i wish you guys all a happy thanksgiving have a great black friday um you know be safe you know i just want you to you know be with those close 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 to you don't do no huge gatherings you know just see your people on zoom or uh facebook got that great uh you know messenger shit where you can facetime people on messenger or use facetime if y'all got apple products and you know just cook a quick meal at home with your immediate family you know that you live with you know like i told y'all before or do like i'm doing you know i like i said i cook for everybody on thanksgiving but we just dropping off plates you know i'm gonna be masked up gloved up you know knock on the door you know drop a plate off to my grandmama my mama you know my niece and nephews my brother you know and shit like that my other brother and my godson you know and his lady so you know we just gonna bust a move and say happy thanksgiving and shit like that and for you people who don't celebrate thanksgiving enjoy just enjoy the time off you know i ain't celebrating that white man holiday well brother eat good and just enjoy yourself you know what i'm saying fry you up some pork chops or something or get you a hungry man meal if you don't cook and uh you know get you a patty pie you can heat that up in the oven and enjoy yourself and you know don't shame nobody else for you know uh having a good time and you know enjoying some good food but as always i love y'all and i will see y'all next week one